Welcome to the Bible Workshop with Pastor Lee and Danita Body. Each week we will take you on a journey into the Bible, exploring truth and faith. So stop wondering and start exploring with us. Greetings listeners, I'm Danita and I'm here with my husband, Pastor Lee, and we hope everyone in our audience is doing well, yes. but what if you're not doing well? Or if you've ever not been well, maybe you're good now, but maybe you've not been well before. Especially during a pandemic. Exactly. So here's the question. What do you do when life feels dark? When you're in pain, it could be emotional pain, physical pain. When your soul literally wants to cry out, when you've had enough. Well, today we explore a passage of scripture that will help you if you are in that space or to prepare you for the future if you're not. Amen. Because if you keep on living, at <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. some point in time in your life, you will be in that space. What we're really talking about today is reaching greater intimacy with God. Amen. And how do we do that? In prayer, in prayer, one of the many ways, um, I, will, I will put it as number one, prayer. Um, bringing our laments to God, we engage him, and we also declare that we trust him. Absolutely. Amen. That's very important. Very important. So um, prayer, you know, you can buy hundreds of books on prayer today. Um, so many things to say about prayer, how to pray, whatever. <clears throat> but we want to talk about you know, again, as my wife said, there's greater intimacy with God. And how do we get that? Well, through prayer. And I'm going to read our text today, Psalm number 22. And although it's uh, many verses, we're not going to read all of them. You can read them um, I mean, your free time, 31 verses. We're going to read verses 1 through 5. Chapter 22, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Psalm 22, verses 1 through 5. And I'll read it. And I want you all to be able to... Um, Kind of just from my reading, capture uh, what's going on here. Amen. I'm reading the New American Standard Version of the Bible, and I'll be reading verses 1 through 5, Psalm number 22. Amen. Word of the Lord. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Far from my deliverance are the words of my groaning. O my God, I cry by day, but thou dost not answer. And by night, but I have no rest. Yet thou art holy. O thou who art enthroned upon the praises of Israel, in thee our fathers trusted. They trusted, and thou didst deliver them. To thee they cried out and were delivered. In thee they trusted and were not disappointed. Amen. 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 What a great start um, to this psalm. I love this psalm because, you know, I've, I've prayed this psalm myself, but I think it's helpful to workshop it a little bit and get a big, greater understanding Amen. of what was going on here. Um, it, this, this, you, you've probably heard if you're a Bible reader, this, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? It's a powerful verse, right? Uh, a passage. Um, if you've ever been to a good Friday service, nine times out of 10, you've heard the last seven words of Christ uh, preached. Yes. Well, this is the fourth of the last seven words. This is what Jesus said on the cross. You can find it in the Gospels of Matthew and Mark. And many theologians even say that Jesus was borrowing from Psalm 22, or that Psalm 22 was a prophecy of what was to come. So the, 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 the expression and the anguish 
is that God the Father had to purposefully distance himself as he poured out his wrath. So Jesus was saying, Father, why are you so far from my groaning? Because if you think about it, this separation was basically the greatest hell known by Christ, that he took it upon himself. So every time I think about it, it just makes me like, wow. So this whole chapter is prophetic, really. It points toward Jesus's ministry, his rejection and his suffering. But here, David, the, the earthly King David, the son of Israel, is himself experiencing that form of rejection. And what I love is that when we feel attacked and rejected and despised by others, we can cry out to God just like David is here. In fact, you can even pray this psalm, Amen. but read the whole psalm. You've got to see it all the way through because it's a journey, right? It, do, it doesn't just stop with the crying out. Amen. But know that that we don't have that today, that that separation from God because of our sin, uh, if you are a follower of Christ, because Jesus took it all. So you can openly and honestly go before God with your anguish and Amen. trust that he will respond. Amen. Amen. Um, uh, that's a very excellent point. Um, I know every time now I find myself in this space um, that I know that God speaks every single time. When I'm in that space, if I go to him, he speaks. <laughs> and then this is the whole point of us going to Psalm 22, because he's speaking right now to all of us. Amen. Um, if you ever, if you're in that space right now, if you ever um, find yourself in that space, God is speaking right now through Psalm 22 through David. Amen. So what is he saying? Um, I know I wanted to point out one thing is that um, we can lament to God. We can cry out to God. I love how David did it with so much honesty. It just spoke to me that I can go to God anytime. I can lay it all out. He knows already. I don't have to dress it up for him. That's right. <laughs> I just lay out my heart to him. Uh, if you don't trust God, God, I don't trust you right now. Um, I'm having a problem with, with trust. My circumstances are saying that, that, that you're not trustworthy. You can say that to God. It's not true, but you can say that. <laughs> right. Can, it's not true. Right. But you can tell. <laughs> but you him. can say, I feel that. I'm feeling that right now. <laughs> this is just where I am. Right. Just the whole honest part, right? right? That we can just, we can give it to him because he knows anyway. He knows where our heart is and what we're feeling anyway. I, I, I'm telling you, I don't know about you, but personally, I find that liberating for me. Absolutely. To be able to be so vulnerable yes, that's the and word. open, that's the word. you know, it's a, it's like, I think sometimes in, in church kind of gives this, I don't know, it gives off this appearance that, you know, you have to go before God in this formal prayer. And these are the beautiful prayer words that you say. No, some of the best prayers are the prayers where you just cry out and be vulnerable to God. That's right. Tell him what you feel because he knows anyway. Mm-hmm. Let him know you're vulnerable. Right. And then allow the spirit to work on you in it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Again, I, we're, we're laughing because we've been through it. Through it. We know, uh, you know, we can laugh now, but it's it's liberating. It really is. It, you can absolutely. say that. <laughs> I mean, David did the same thing. I am poured out, like you said, like water. All my bones are out of joint. Well, that's that's the prophecy of Jesus as well, uh, like you said. Yeah. Um, um, you know, and this will speak to... There's no Old Testament, New Testament Bible. It's all one, right? <laughs> From Genesis Revelation. To one, Bible. Bible. <laughs> one, one Bible. One Bible. It's the word of God, right? Uh, that, you know, that jumped out to me as well, that 
that um, it's a connection there. So you can't make that separation from Old New Testament. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, be not far from me, David said, for trouble is near. You know, just the, the, the honesty. Um, it really, it hit me really hard that, that I could be honest. Now you think about that. When you pray um, and you're honest and you lay it all out before God, don't you immediately feel better? Yes, it's like a weight off your shoulder. I mean, yeah. you just... Sometimes, I don't know, I think we we are afraid that God will um, be angry with us mm-hmm. if we're honest, mm-hmm. and that's not true. And again, if you just read your Bible and you read many, not just this psalm, a lot of psalms where David is just crying out, and, and it's beautiful. Like like verse 2, you know, oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer. Uh, yes. <laughs> have you ever felt that way? Yes. I know I have. Yes. I know I have. Yes. <laughs> Lord, are you listening? Right? Are you there? <laughs> he says, and by night, but I have no rest. Who <laughs> can't resonate with, I know I can, you know. Yeah. Uh, wow, been there. And, and it's, it's, it's great to read it that, again, this is this is the Bible, though. The Bible spoke to people. Uh, yes. Uh, throughout Genesis Revelation, it spoke to people. It, it's not this historical document. You can, you can relate Amen. to it. It's always relevant. Amen. It's always relevant. You know, put it on the shelf and let it collect dust. No, you need to read. It's the living word. And, and that's why we can that's relate it. to it. And it's like just back and forth, right? Um, God, I'm feeling this way. Like you're not listening. Like you're not in control. And then he goes in verse three and said, yeah, you are holy. <laughs> yeah, you are holy. Right. Yeah. So, but again, it's this honesty. So he never once stops recognizing who God <laughs> right, is. Right, right, right. Well, so the question isn't really... You know, God, are you real or God, are you there? It's just, why aren't you listening to me? That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know? That's a why great aren't you listening to point. me? That's a great point. It's like, God, you're God. Right. Well, isn't that the, a great way to start any prayer? That's right. Um, recognizing that. Who he is. Yes. That's, isn't that the great way to start? You are numero uno, God, in control of all things. Just let me get that out of the way. Exactly. That adoration. That's right. Just. But let me tell you how I'm feeling right now because of my situation. I'm allowing my situation um, to, to I'm a little blinded to the fact that you are God and holy and, and in control of all things. Right. And, and, you know, honestly, I've been there. You can say, you know, you've been there. But if we, <laughs> we got to go back, though, and he was going to this back and forth. Um, you are God, though. You are God. And he said in, in, in verse number uh, uh, five, to thee, they cried out and were delivered, right? Going back to, you know, uh, uh, going back to verse four, in thee, our fathers trusted. Well, he, he prayed history to God. That's right. He well, prayed God. That? He said, wait a minute, that? Lord, you, our fathers trusted. That's they right. trusted <clears throat> and you delivered them. That's right. It's You've like, done this before. You've delivered people before. A testimony. Right? Amen. Uh, right. of, of what happened before. And we have that, right? We have it with our, be it with our parents, grandparents, fellow brothers That's and right. sisters in Christ. That's right. Um, we That's the reason why we share that. So we don't feel like we're alone in this. Um, you know, you can really speak to it when God has delivered you from something, right? I mean, he's in this dark place in verse 60. He's talking about, I'm a worm. Yeah, and not a man. And not a man. I, I call that uh, not theology, but wormology. <laughs> Although there's some humility in that, yes, right. I think was he just trying to express his humility before God, like Lord, please don't take this as, you know, me, my questions as me elevating myself. I am, I am not worthy even, Amen. right? Yes. So yes. recognizing his own humility, but 
That's right. But it is, it's funny. I mean, it's not funny. I know he was feeling it and, you know, I felt it. Mm-hmm. You felt Amen. it, right? Amen. Amen. But, but you know, again, it's, it's the relatability. We can relate. Totally. Uh, commit yourself to the Lord. That's the key. Let him deliver him, right? Totally. Um, give it to God. Give it to him honestly. Um, even though trouble is near, I'm going. I'm have. I'm going through a difficult time right now, Lord. Um, you already know, but again, because some people say, "Why do I pray when God knows already?" And again, that breeds. Um, uh, if you pray to God, even though you know, that breeds relationship, that deepens your relationship with Him when He already knows. Um, yes. That's that connection that we always have to maintain with God. You know, when we're when we're thanking Him for blessings and and when we're um, um, struggling and, and praying to him. That, that's why, you know, we say Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. That's right. It's that personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, and that has to be developed from after you say yes to Jesus, I receive you into my heart, your savior. That's when it starts. Exactly. That relation. It's just like a marriage, <laughs> you know, right. uh, um, I can tell you when we first got married, I love you. And, and I'm sure you were like, that sounds good. But after 23 years of marriage now, <laughs> we can look back and say, okay, it has to be some actions that were are expressed during that time that deepen our relationship as husband and wife. And we can say, okay, yeah, we do love one another. And that's how it is with Christ. Um, it starts with salvation, but then you're, you're, now you're building your relationship with him, a sanctification process, uh, recognizing him as Lord, going through the struggle to try and time the dark days. Where you can cry out and and I hope from the day you say yes to Jesus five years later five years later you know he really loves you and cares really for you and he is God. Right? I, I think we're living in a time right now through this pandemic and a year into it and I know we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, but this has been a difficult journey for a lot of people. It's changed, you That's know, right. how we relate to people. It it's it's been it's been filled with a lot of dark days for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah some people, yeah. you know, you're biding your time through it, but but I know it's been difficult for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I just think that if you consider prayers like this, you know, God knows. Pray to Him anyway. Let Him know how you're feeling in it. That's right. And then you know, just let this be ministered in prayer. Mm-hmm. I think that's a beautiful thing about prayer too. Yes, maybe God knows. Of course, not maybe. Of course, He knows. Yes, God knows. But allow God to minister to you in prayer. That's right. You know, and I think that's the difference. Um, you you made a point when you preached this. You said there's a difference between lament and whining. Yes. Right. Okay. Great. So right. we're not What's difference? Yeah. whining to God because whining turns your back on God. Amen. Whining Amen. dismisses God. Amen. Right? Lament turns toward God. That's right. Toward his authority, toward his care. You know, you believe. So David here is crying out, but this is a lament because he's still in the midst of it, honoring who God is. Right? He's sharing the testimonies of those who came before. He's being humble before God. That's right. That's the difference. In, in honest, absolutely. Uh, look at verse 14. I am poured out like water. All my bones. Verse 15. My strength is dried up, right? Mm-hmm. This is talking, uh, this is speaking exactly what you're saying. My tongue cleaves in my jaw. You know, it's like, I'm done. I'm exhausted. Dogs have surrounded me. Verse 16. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, he's in a deep, dark place. It's exactly like you said. And um, that's, we're, we're, we're not just venting to that's God, right. Right? That's right? That's right. I mean, right. yes, be honest pour it out but you're not just venting and then you get up and you feel the same way you did when you right. when you 
you know, right. kneeled or where, wherever you were praying. Right. I like that. Like in the prayer, you're being ministered to and you should get up from your prayer or, you know, uh, uh, leave your prayer feeling encouraged. That's right. Not feeling more broken down. That's right. No pity party. So that's, that's an important distinction that yeah. you made. Um, um, very important distinction. Um, and, and you see it, it's, it comes out in the song. Uh, verse 19, but thou, O Lord, be not far off. Well, why did he say that? Because he felt like he was far off. That's <laughs> right? right. That's right. <laughs> Deliver my soul from the sword. Uh, verse 22, I will tell of thy name to my brethren. When You know, when you get to now, see, see the, see the um, relationship going on, even in this one prayer. You see the back and forth and, and it's okay. Uh, you can have that back and forth with God. But look at the place he, he gets to. Save me from the lion's mouth. Um, but verse 22, I will tell of, of thy name to my brother. I will praise thee. Woo, we're getting somewhere now. Mm. When you get to the point, remember, because yes. we're talking, the context is we are in this dark place, right? Right. David, us. But but look at the transition. You got to get to this point, right? Isn't yes. that what you said? You got to get to this yes. point. Then and you know it's not whining. But you got to get when, to the point. When your lament becomes praise. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. When yes. your lament becomes praise. Look at verse 23. You who fear the Lord, praise him. Yeah. Right? Boy, uh, uh, you captured it. You captured it. Um, cry to God for help, and he hears us every single time. Yes. But I just, I mean, really, you just you just read this psalm, and you just feel it. Oh, the transition, the throwing everything at God, the but yet knowing he's God and in control. And then I could throw a little bit more. <laughs> I'm telling you, right. awesome psalm um, in this uh, time of anguish that, that David was in. Amen. And, and I'm just glad it's in his word. Because, you know, as I say all the time, anything you're ever going to go through is um, addressed in the word of God. Amen. Every single thing. You will not experience anything in this world that is not addressed already in the Bible. Nothing. N not one thing. You just have to read the Bible, um, go to Bible study, listen to podcasts, <laughs> and and you will just see that hey, that's in there absolutely, and that's so rewarding that that you can do this. That's what this psalm is providing for all of us. I like how the the subtitle in my Bible says it says uh, right before this psalm a cry of anguish, mm -hmm. and then the second part. I don't know if you have it in your Bible, but the second part says a song of praise. A cry of anguish, but yet a song of praise. No, mine doesn't. I have an NASB, oh, but gosh. it doesn't have those awesome. titles. But, awesome. But you can feel it. Yes, because, because <laughs> you want to get to that second part, right? That's right. <laughs> you have to get to the praise part. That's right. <laughs> and, and that's when you know what you know what you know. When you're going through your deepest, darkest times, that you can get to the point and say, but God, you are in control. That's right. You you have this. And uh, when you come to realize that, that's your growth process. Amen? Amen. 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 Do you have any closing remarks? So I would say, you know, one, God is holy yes. and God can handle our fears and our doubts yes. and our, our worries. We can go before <laughs> God openly and honestly. We can cry and confess Amen. and be vulnerable and trust God without fail. But don't stay there. Allow the praise to come out too. When you when as as you're leaving that prayer, take the praise with you. Amen. Amen. I like that. So, 
Um, and you just answered this question, so but I'm gonna ask you just for the sake of our listeners, what does God want and expect from us? Everything yeah. you just said, yeah. <laughs> right? He expects us to cry out to Him, right? That's right. He expects us to go through this process with us. Um, so, um, what, what would you say? Polite prayers versus real prayers, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> No polite prayers. Get real. Get real. Think about it. The best relationships in your life are the ones that are real. Amen. You know, Amen. you can lose the politeness and just get real. And that's how you want to be with God. Amen. You have a, a brother, sister in Christ that you could just, you know, I mean, that one you can trust no matter what. You can trust them. This is a spouse that you get to that point where you can trust them. They're not going to use what you say against you later. That's the relationship that's magnified times 10 here with God. Because we know God is trustworthy. Amen. And, and he won't do that. Um, what's stunning to me as we close this out is the fact that we as children of God, um, children in need, we can declare God to be father. Yes. Um, and that's important. Because unlike earthly fathers who may fail you, um, God will never fail you. Uh, Psalmist says, kingship belongs to the Lord. He rules over the nation. He moves from father to king. And, and, and I will sum it up like this. God is anything you need him to be. <laughs> if you need a loving touch, he's there. If you need correction, he's there. If you need a hug, he's there. We can wrestle with God and then get to the point where David got, where he said, I know he's Lord and I also trust him as king, meaning he's in control. Um, um, he can handle anything. So we can go to war with God in prayer. You agree with that? Amen. We can. We can go to war. That's a wrestling um, um, aspect of God and our relationship with him. We can go to war, but he is trustworthy. David got to this point in his relationship with God, and he wants us to get there as well. I will tell of thy name to my brethren. I will praise thee. You who fear the Lord, praise him. Stand in awe of him. He has not forgotten the afflicted. Amen. Amen. On that note, we will close it out. We hope you enjoyed this workshop. We look forward to meeting you back here next week. God bless. God bless. Thank you for joining us on the Bible Workshop. Now take what we've studied and apply it. We'll see you again next week.